Welcome, dear listener, to another episode of True Hauntings and Scary Stories, the podcast where we alternate between spooky conversation and scary short stories. (laughs) Now, here's your host, Miss Cynthia C. Welcome, spooky friends, to True Hauntings and Scary Stories. Today we have a guest. We have Ben Axe with Paranormal Activities. You guys, how cool name is that? I love it. I don't know where the inspiration for that, maybe your last name, but that is awesome. I approve. So, Ben, how are you? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really glad you like my name. It's it's pretty fun. <laughs> it is pretty great. That was inspiration genius right there. (laughs) Love it. My name is very matter of fact, you're going to hear true hauntings and you're going to hear scary stories. (laughs) So that's what the name is. (laughs) Absolutely. I like it. (laughs) No, there. (laughs) This is what you're getting. So love it. So tell us about your show and all the other things that you are into. Sure. Absolutely. So paranormal activities is just a, a ghost podcast, paranormal podcast that I Started a couple of years ago now. Time is a uh, flying. Uh, you know, my my real name is is Ben Axe. Last name is you know how it's spelled A X C. It's like oh that'd be great to throw in. It kind of rhymes with activity. You know, if you throw it in there. So uh, yeah, and basically uh, paranormal activities. We just talk about uh, paranormal stories from my own personal experiences that are kind of ongoing all of the time to my wife's. And then you know we have I like to to uh, collab with other paranormal experts and podcasters and kind of hear their stories and. My main goal, I guess, is to try to figure out like what is really going on, on the other side. And the best way to do that mm-hmm. is get everybody's experiences and kind of blend them together and kind of see the whole picture, if that makes sense. Nice. Oh, I like it. I I grew up being told, no, no, it's just your overactive imagination or whatever. So I love validation. Absolutely. <laughs> so I love to catch <laughs> evidence and proof and, you know. Yeah. So do you ever just accidentally say activities when you want to say activities? <laughs> All of the time. Uh, basically, I can't say the word activity anymore, even in like a regular conversation like, oh, I'm going to do this, this activity. No, it's it always comes out acts now. I don't know. It's one of those nice. things. <laughs> <laughs> I would totally do that, too. <laughs> so you guys check out his podcast because I've listened to it and I'm a fan. Well, thank so you. do it. I highly recommend I've always believed in the paranormal. Um, even when I was a little kid, I've always heard stuff like me. I have two older sisters who are like uh, two years and four years apart. And the three of us have always heard stuff growing up in our old house. My house that I grew up in was built by my dad's dad. So it kind of like stayed in the family. Ooh. And he actually passed away in that house or close to it. And we just always have heard things in that house. I've always believed in it. Um, but then back in 2014, uh, my girlfriend at the time moved in together, and this house was super haunted. And that's kind of when it really like came back to me, if that makes sense. I've always believed in the paranormal, and then in 2014, I was like, I have to become an investigator now because this is insane. <laughs> <laughs> You're basically investigating in your own home all the time anyway? <laughs> sure. <laughs> there you go. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. You want to tell us about that spooky house? All kinds of stuff. I'll try to like not draw it out too much because basically it was a year and a half long. And uh, mm. my girlfriend and I, we at the time we moved in and she had three kids 
and neither of us had lived in the house since we just all moved in together into this house. And right off the bat, um, we moved in. My first day in the bathroom, picking a show, we had a master bathroom. My first day in there, I took a shower, came out, and you know the mirror fogs up. Mm-hmm. Um, on that mirror, there was a ton of writing, like fresh. It looked like fresh writing on the mirror, and no. all the way down it from top to bottom. The only word I could make out was the word Christmas, and uh, this was in July, so like it wasn't anywhere oh, around my. Christmas time. Good night. If at, at that point I wasn't thinking ghost yet, I just thought that's a dirty mirror. I need to clean it. Uh, so, you know, I cleaned the mirror the next morning, the exact same thing, same writing, same part of the mirror. It looked like, it, you know, it looked just like it did the day prior. And that happened for about a week. And then it finally stopped. Um, so, yeah, there was wow. that. And then another big one. So that was in July. And the, the big kick is I've only seen a couple of like ghosts, you know, like usually I hear stuff, mm-hmm. see stuff in my, in my eye. I've only seen like a real apparition twice and in august in that house it was a saturday morning around four or five a.m and i woke up and i kind of looked ahead of me and standing at the end of the bed was a lady very stereotypical you could see through her she was wearing a white nightgown black frizzy hair she was just standing between the bed and the tv just staring at me and uh i was like nope (laughs) and uh, i just kind of rolled over and was like i did not just see that no way (laughs) and then uh that same morning, actually, I had to go to work that morning. I worked in like retail loss prevention. I got to work around, I think I left around 6 a.m. or so. So, like, it was just a couple hours after that. I got up, I went to work, and I told my coworker, Andy, who's actually been on my show as well because she has her own paranormal stories. Um, but I was telling her what I just told you about the lady standing between me and the TV. And as I'm telling her that, at the same time almost, my girlfriend at the time calls me and she was like, dude, I was just in the bathroom in the hallway doing my hair. And I swear to God, I saw a lady in a white gown walk past the door. No. And then uh, she swung her head around and then she was gone. But she said she saw her at the corner of her eye walking down. And so and I did not tell her my story yet because she was still asleep when I got up for work. So we both both saw this same thing without telling each other. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was nuts. On the same morning, even. <laughs> same morning. Absolutely. And, you know, I was really glad you brought up validation. I was really glad I was telling my coworker about it at the same time because she can validate that story. It was it was crazy. Um, So that happened. And then just after that, a lot of random things, you know, we would hear uh, we'd see lights turn on and off. I've seen that several times in the house. Just I'd be sitting on the couch and then the bedroom light would flick on or flick off that kind of stuff. We would hear noises, Mm -hmm. hear creaks, bangs. Uh, One time in particular, we had a cat. And the the same hallway bathroom where my girlfriend at the time saw the apparition, we were just all hanging out in the living room, just watching TV or whatever. And all of a sudden, the shower door in the that bathroom just slammed shut, like mm. really hard. And I'm like, I ran in there, and the cat was somehow in the shower, freaked out. And like, <laughs> and there, and I was thinking, well, how could the cat do that? Like, it was a big glass door. And I was trying to like recreate the cat closing it somehow, but there was just no way. I mean, it slammed hard shut, like to the point mm. to where it almost broke. So that happened. That was pretty wild. And then, um, and then just one thing too that happened a lot in that house too. I'd wake up in the morning and I would hear like voices talking. It sounded like they were right by my ear, but there was nobody around. And that happened Ooh. a lot to me and my girlfriend at the time. So yeah, this, a lot of, a lot of that. And That's then, rough uh, to wake up. <laughs> yep, it, it was mm. pretty wild. And then the big kicker was that next summer. So that, all that was kind of in the fall through the winter. And then that next summer around June, 
uh, my girlfriend at the time, she claimed that she heard a grinding sound coming from the hallway and then like it jumped over her and then climbed on top of her. And I swear to God, I, I was I was laying there. I thought she was asleep. Then all of a sudden she just starts like freaking out. She, her eyes are closed and she's like trying to catch her breath. And then I swore I saw that I thought her kind of go up the bed a little bit, like move up, like being dragged. And then she woke up, told me that she heard that grinding sound and a thing jump on top of her or, or whatever. And uh, so after uh-huh. that, we had a friend who uses a spirit box. And this is before I got into like what I'm into now. So this really kind of got me into all of this. Uh, but my yeah. friend at the time had a spirit box and we went to her house and used it. And we talked to a few things through there. You know, it was kind of kind of weird. But uh Using the spirit box, a voice came through claiming that there was a couple of different ghosts in that house. You know, one was named Stella. That was the lady that I saw, apparently. There was another one named Nick, who was kind of an evil, you know, demonic thing. And we had, uh, shortly after that, we had a team of, a, a paranormal investigator team come in the house, and they did all of their, their setup. But here's what gets really weird, because this paranormal team, too, I thought they were kind of a joke. Like, they were just, you know... Kind of uh, not knowing what, stuff. yeah, not really knowing what they were doing, just, you know, playing with their toys. And like one of the, the ladies uh, there was kind of like trying to draw the ghost out like, oh, you don't want to talk to me. This, you know, kind of being, in my opinion, the wrong way to go about it. And nothing was happening. And then our same friend who had that spirit box, she uh, sent my girlfriend a text at the time. And she was like, hey, is that team at your house right now? She was like, yeah, how did you know? She's like, well, I'm using my spirit box right now. And that uh, Stella voice came through and said she doesn't like the people in your house right now. Oh it's like, my what? Gosh. <laughs> it's like, what? And uh, Oh, no. Yeah. So that, that's, that was pretty much the end of it. After that, uh, my girlfriend at the time and I, we kind of split up shortly after that went our own ways. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that house was definitely nuts. What did you do when they call, she called and said the spirit box doesn't like the people <laughs> in your house? Did you tell him like, okay, guys, that's a wrap. Thanks for yep. your help. I actually <laughs> told him. Well, we told him we we're like, hey, so our friend just sent us this, and they're like, oh, really? And then they kind of like took it as a a challenge, and you know, was oh. trying to aggravate the ghost even more to get something out of him. I can't like, stand yeah. it when people provoke. Same. I am not into provoking. I think that not only do I think it's dumb and dangerous, but it's disrespectful to the dead. I think absolutely. I absolutely agree with that. And it's one thing I I can't stand seeing even back then before I really got into it. It was driving me crazy at the time. So absolutely yeah. very disrespectful. It and it's unproductive. Dumb. Like even on the surface, it's like you've got this thing that's invisible that can on at times affect the environment and you and you're going to stand there and yell at it. What are you <laughs> going to do if it like actually goes, OK, fine, <laughs> like Great point. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't want to, Don't. you know, I wouldn't want to take off a ghost. So that's, that's their yeah. call, I guess. <laughs> no, let's, let's be nice. Let's all be nice roommates. And <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Not provoke each other. Okay. <laughs> wow. That's, that's brutal. I've always joked that I've never lived in a house that wasn't haunted. And I thought that that was just my luck or whatever, but Now I realize that it's not the houses. It's me. Sure. That stuff finds me. I cannot explain it. I go to other people's houses and it happens. I go to the freaking movies and it happens. (laughs) Like I just am a magnet or something. I don't know what it is. But yeah, to live in a house that active and you never found out any history or anything. So you don't actually know like why it was haunted. Nope. And I actually, uh, you know, I tried to look into it. And uh, didn't really find anything with a Stella. 
we did find mm-hmm. a Nick. Uh, there was a, a person named Nick who died in a car accident near there shortly before uh, that. And we actually found his obituary page or his Facebook memorial page through using the spirit box. The spirit box, it sounds crazy saying it out loud, but like the spirit box wow. was like telling us what to look for. Then we found that page. Um, but yeah, definitely what you said, I definitely agree with how, you know, you, the ghosts kind of go to you. I feel that a lot as well. Like I'm, I'm, I also said, I don't really believe in haunted houses. I just believe in like haunted people. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, and yeah. I, I feel like with that house, honestly, I feel like it was my girlfriend at the time kind of attracting stuff. Cause she claimed that she had an encounter with that thing in her history mm. in the past where she used to live. So I feel like a lot of that was just kind of attached to her. Cause after I, I moved, there was, you know, I lived, I lived in an apartment for a couple of years after that with nothing. So, you know, yeah. I feel like in that situation it was kind of more stuff following her around than, than the house itself. Yeah. Sometimes I think that apartment buildings can be really creepy because you don't know who's lived in it before you and what kind of energy they had or the, the emotional things that went on in sure. their environment and then hotels are even worse. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> those have people just constantly moving through them. And you don't know. You don't know who those people were or what kind of state of mind they were in. Or Absolutely. Uh. I agree with that. <laughs> so do you ever do investigations? I've done a couple. Um, that's still something that I'm just trying to you know do more of. But I've done a couple investigations. Uh, I did, I'm did. i from a small town uh, called St. Mary's, Ohio. And okay. I'm not sure where, where you're located compared to that. I'm just outside of Columbus. Oh, fair enough. That's right. So, yep, it's uh, St. Mary's is probably about 90 minutes west of Columbus. I would say the street, you take 33 all the way there. Okay. I, yeah, oh, yeah. Sure, yep. So I did uh, I did an investigation of the evening leader in St. Mary's, which is an old that's been there forever. I think the building was built in 1895, if I remember correctly. Oh, and wow. uh, my wife and I did an investigation there twice. We had a couple of hits. I didn't get any good photos, but we had a couple of hits using the spirit box and, um, you know, the feeling kind of thing. Cause my wife, I yeah. feel like maybe kind of like you a little bit where she's kind of a medium and she attracts paranormal and she can communicate a lot easier than I can. Um, mm-hmm. So we had a few hits there. We, we talked to a uh, entity who claimed to be a janitor at the evening leader for a long time. Huh. So that was kind of interesting. And then yeah. just a lot of uh, houses, like I've done, you know, my house a couple of times and, you know, a few friends' houses and that kind of stuff. So what I'm hearing is you have a type. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> and your type is <laughs> ghostly, <laughs> energy attracting. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's something to that. It sounds like I guess you're right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, so have you ever caught like any really good evidence? Um. Oh, absolutely. Actually, yeah, we we just went to Waverly Hills uh, last weekend and it wasn't a real investigation. We were in a we did like a two hour paranormal tour and then Mm -hmm. uh, we stayed stayed downtown for the rest of the night. But yeah, last week I probably caught more photos last week than I have in my entire, you know, paranormal career. Just a ton of orbs. And, you know, with orbs, I was never one to believe in them because, you know, you Mm -hmm. could easily explain them away, you know, dust or reflections and that kind of stuff. But taking these pictures live, you could actually see the orb live, which mm-hmm. I've always heard people talk about, but I've never experienced it. And last Saturday for the first time I did. So that was pretty wild. Um, wow. You mean you saw it with your eyes? Yes. Move across the room. Nice. Yep. Like, while I, I put, you know, taking the phone out, I would just like look up and I would see the orb that I just caught on camera fly away. It's like, what the? Wow. Whoa. And that's something I just wouldn't believe people because I would just explain it away. But when you see it for yourself, it's easier to believe, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Somebody that I interviewed recently, a couple episodes ago, I think, 
his first wife passed away of breast cancer. And he had told me um, off the air, this was not part of the story, but he had told me that um, his granddaughter, he thought he caught an orb that might've been his first wife in the shot of his granddaughter. And he sent it to me. That orb was a perfectly bright pink orb that went across the, the video. And he thought it was really ironic that it was such a bright pink orb when she passed away of breast cancer, you know? Sure. Absolutely. But yeah, it, it behaved. I, I feel like sometimes you can tell if it's dust or a bug because they move differently sure. than the ones that I think might be real orbs. You know what I mean? Yep, absolutely. That's very, very true. So you have to kind of see how it reacts and how it compares to, you know, the mm-hmm. other things that we see on camera. It's definitely yeah. interesting. And sometimes you people say they can see faces in them yep. or like they're translucent in the middle or something. Sure. Yep. I've seen that as so well. I don't know. It's, it's wild. <laughs> I, I'm mixed on, on orbs. I'm not some, I think, unfortunately, I think probably the majority of them are not paranormal. Agreed. But I do think that there are some that maybe are, you know, sure. how do you prove that? That orbs are really difficult to actually prove. Sure. So. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. It's, it's pretty crazy. Um, and I, I think yeah. my favorite actual like proof or evidence is actually while filming paranormal activities, my fourth episode um, at the time I was filming in the garage and my wife was taking a nap inside. And while while doing it, I heard three taps on my wall. That was coming from the mm-hmm. laundry room. So like it's the laundry room, a wall, then that leads into the garage. I heard three taps and you, I caught it on my audio as well doing the episode. It's like, what is that? And wow. I, I really thought it was my wife doing something, but it was just like three, like just knocks. It happened twice. It was like knock, 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 pause, knock, knock, knock. I was like, what? I went back and listened to cool. it. Very distinct. Did you leave it in the episode? Oh, absolutely. Um, <laughs> I, I don't think I even cut. Like I was, I heard it live and I was like, so I stopped talking <laughs> and like, oh, nice. I was like, what was that? And then I kind of continued the episode. Then afterwards I kind of investigated it. My wife claimed it wasn't her. She said she heard it, but she was in the living room, you know, taking a nap, doing her own thing. And I don't yeah. know what else it would have been. It was just kind of ironic that it happened while filming an episode. And I've never f- seen a whole lot of paranormal things in this house. I've lived I've lived here for going on four years now. And that's one of the only things that's happened. But it was the timing was crazy. I've actually caught EVPs a few times while recording episodes. Oh, I believe and that. And I don't one of them I thought I heard at the time, but I didn't say anything because the other person was talking. So I just went with it. But then I found it later. And then uh, but whenever I do that, I I send a little clip to the person. I'm like, hey, does this sound like what I think it is? And and then I will put chapter markers on there. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And tell my people like, hey, go to this chapter or whatever. And I think I caught something. It's happened several times. I love it. Yeah, EVPs I- are my favorite. Yeah, they're a lot of fun. And that's something I really want to try to get more of as well. I got like two recorders and, you know, a few things. It's like, man, they're they're the coolest to get when you get them. Yeah, I, I get those a lot in my grandparents' crazy haunted house. A lot. So it's basically their house is in Florida, so I don't get to go there often. But every time that I do, I hit record. And almost every single time I get something, if not several somethings. Oh, that's incredible. What kind of EV, like what kind are they? Are they like nice, friendly, mean? Like what are they saying? Um, most of them are making comments about what we're talking about. So most of them are, they make sense to our conversation at the time. 
So I can't really say that they're good or bad. They're just commenting. Well, one really creeped me out. And my my listeners have heard this one a bunch of times, but it was um, I had just said I thought whispered and I didn't catch that. But what I did catch was a really gruff male voice say, what's your name? Wow. (laughs) Did you tell him after I said that I right? I didn't hear it at the time, so I didn't. But yeah, that one freaked me out. I'm not going to lie, because he that voice did not sound like, you know, Mr. Rogers. Right. (laughs) So but the people that lived there were not super great people. Gotcha. So I figure if they weren't great people in life, they might not be super positive energies in death. So I I don't provoke them. Maybe that's why I don't like provoking because I would I could not imagine going in my grandparents' house and trying to provoke those spirits. I would never ever do it. Yeah, that sounds. I just don't trust them. Absolutely, it just sounds like sick. <laughs> you know, like my yeah. st- my stomach couldn't handle that. I don't think. Yeah, I saw a meme that was a picture of the guys from um, Ghost Adventures. I pick on that, <laughs> that show all the time That's on this fair. on this podcast. I feel kind of bad about it, but oh. <laughs> I saw a meme that was a picture of them, and it said something to the effect of. Um, bros like provoking spirits and then running and screaming like a little girl when they actually, (laughs) I think I've seen that meme too. Actually, it's pretty funny. (laughs) I love it. I really shouldn't pick on them someday. They're going to (laughs) hear my episodes and be like, how dare you You sue me or something crazy. They'll be all right. It's kind of funny. I had a guest on my show uh, last year named Keith Lindner and he was on that show. Ghost Adventures, his house was, and they didn't get along. He, uh, he had nothing positive to say about those guys on my show. Oh, no. (laughs) Like, it was pretty wild. Well, they were probably, like, stomping around his house and acting like fools. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) He he just said that basically, I mean, obviously it's made for TV, and he said they, you know, it's it's all kind of, kind of (laughs) fake. Yeah. uh, You know. I love Ghost Hunters. Yep, I I like that I feel like they approach it with a more scientific viewpoint and they're skeptical and i appreciate that sure absolutely i like that one too it seems more less made for tv if that makes sense yeah yeah i mean of course it is still a tv show and all that but i just i guess i tend to trust them a little bit more than i would a couple of bros that are like (laughs) come at me or whatever (laughs) absolutely i definitely agree with that I'm just waiting for a phone call one day. Excuse me. Um, you've been our TV show and we would like you to cease and desist. <laughs> <laughs> if I got a cease and desist from those guys, I'd probably blast it on my Facebook page. and be like, check this out. Right? <laughs> Frame it and put it on the wall. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I want to get the ghost hunters guy on my show someday. That's my goal. That's I, a really cool goal. I bet he, I bet he would do it too. He's going to reach out to him. I bet he would do it. I'm trying every now and then I tag them in my Twitter and I just figure maybe, maybe they'll see it someday and be like, <laughs> hey, she sounds like a cool chick. I'm going to contact her right now. There you go. I like it. <laughs> You're know, talking about EVPs there. Um, my friend Andy, who I mentioned earlier from the, the last story, she actually mm-hmm. lives in Columbus as well. And she does oh, okay. she does like YouTube videos uh, for like she has a YouTube channel and she does things on there. And she's been mm-hmm. sending me while she's recording this show live. Nothing to do with ghosts. It's just like her own like makeup thing. She's been mm. catching live EVPs talking to her Ooh. and they sound like she always sends me and I try, I try to clean them up. I'll send you a couple. It's pretty, uh, pretty wild. I'm just, I'm getting a bunch of them together and I'll do a whole episode about those EVPs and share them with everybody. But it's, yeah. it's pretty wild. I want you to take a listen to them if, if you would, because I, yeah. I feel like that's more your thing and, uh, they're, they're wild. 
Oh, I love it. I love EPs. One time my son and I were in Nanny and Grandpa's house. Nanny was still living at the time and she had lost her purse like again. So <laughs> around this three story house looking for her purse. And at one point we were upstairs in the library and she is a big, massive house or she had one. And uh, we were in there and I got creeped. I got that creepy feeling. You you probably know the one. Sure. Like where you, you you're doing something and you're totally not thinking about ghosts. And then all of a sudden you get that kind of wash over you. So I whipped my phone out and hit record on just a basic recording app. It wasn't anything fancy. And seconds after I hit record, we got a female voice. It's over there. Oh, that gave me chills. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Me too. (laughs) I didn't find it until later, you know, because we didn't hear it with our ears. But good night. Like, yeah. and my nanny did find her purse a, a few minutes later. So well, that's good. <laughs> at, least, at least you got yeah. it. <laughs> they they were helpful. They were helpful. Tell me about some more spooky stuff. Sure. I feel like you've got more spooky stories in you. Oh, I'm, I'm sure I do. That's uh, one of those things I, I need to like think about stuff. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I really, <laughs> another thing that, you know, we, we do here, it sounds again, sounds kind of crazy saying it out loud. Uh, but my, uh, my wife is really good at like communicating with ghosts and like she's kind of like a human spirit box, if that makes sense. Mm. And, okay. and one time living, you know, living in an apartment, we because we lived in this house now for four years. The house, bef- the apartment before that, when we first moved together, um, was kind of like well, how you mentioned before, how, you know, people are coming in and out and, you know, there's all kinds of energy going on at apartment buildings. But one night she really we were doing the ghost thing and she was picking up on somebody talking to her. She was like, I have to go outside right now. And mind you, it's like January and like 10 p.m., three degrees mm. outside. And uh, yeah. like, no, we're not going outside right now. She's like, no, I have to. Um, you know, there's this thing talking to me and she's telling me she wants to show me where she used to play. I'm like, what are you talking about? So, uh, oh, my goodness. And then she jumped up and then she just like kind of went like she was. And the way she does it, it's like her eyes are closed. So she's like kind of like in a trance, if that makes sense. And uh, okay. I just felt like a really cold breeze behind my neck. So bear with me. That was kind of creepy as I'm telling the story. Ooh, <laughs> um, maybe I'll catch some EVPs on this one. There you go. That'd be really cool. And so uh, she just like we ran outside and she was like just running. Like There's like a wooded area in between the apartment buildings. And she's running through these like trees and woods. And she was like, this is where she used to play. And there's a ribbon here. And we actually, I swear to God, we found a ribbon. Like how it would still oh, be wow. there after all these years makes no sense. Uh, but she found a ribbon that she claimed the the spirit was telling her to go find. And basically, after she found the ribbon, the entity kind of went away. And my wife just told me, mm-hmm. yeah, this is what happened. She just wanted me to she wanted to show me where she used to play because she was excited that I could actually hear her talking. And like it was a happy, positive thing. Yeah. But, like we do that a lot. Uh, not a lot, a lot, because I don't really like it because it's kind of scary sometimes. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's so that's something that we kind of do more than like real like ghost investigations that bet that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I've never actually gone on an official investigation. I just have stuff happen to me all the time. And then I do stuff in my grandparents' house, but I don't, you know, I've never actually like gone to a place specifically for that purpose. Sure. Makes sense. So, which is weird to be a paranormal podcaster. I get asked <laughs> that a lot. So what investigations have you been on? I'm like, uh, none. <laughs> they just taught me, man. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> they come to me. I don't have to go anywhere. That's right. I don't know. <laughs> Absolutely. I feel like the stuff in my grandparents' house is probably very much a, um intelligent haunt. But 
I feel like residual haunts have happened to me too in other places. So which of those two do you feel like you have most experience in? Sure. Um, I would say mostly with me personally, probably residual. Um, you know, when it comes to the hardcore hauntings, I've only seen a few of them. You know, the house I already talked about, that was hardcore. Mm-hmm. This definitely, that's, you know, that was legit ghost running around. Um, but like a lot of my stuff is just, you know, out of the corner of my eye, I get a weird feeling. And I really think that some spirits just kind of come and go. Like, yeah. you can really feel it when they're there and then they leave. And you can just, you can feel the difference in the air. So I think a lot of that. And I feel like, you know, if you have the ability, like if you're, you know, have kind of empath or medium or whatever, they're more likely to come hang out to see if you, they can talk to you. And then once they do or they decide not to, then they leave. You kind of feel the difference. And I feel that's what I have yeah. the most of, whatever that's considered to, to be. Okay. Like passing through. I always wonder ability to do that. Like to just roam around the earth and then people that are sensitive to it, feel them in that person and go hang with them for a little bit and then move on. Sure. You know? Yep, absolutely. And I, I think that's what a lot, uh, that's what we do with a lot here with my, my wife and I. And speaking of that too, another thing uh, that was insane. Um, I talked about mm-hmm. on my show like last year, but for a while, everywhere I went, I would see a Nerf gun dart. Like, you know, like the, the darts from a Nerf gun. Yeah. So I'd, I'd run around my neighborhood. I would see them all of the time. But, you know, there's kids huh. that live in the neighborhood, so maybe they're just out there, you know, playing with them. But then I started seeing them in my back porch. I'd go outside to a grill or whatever, and there'd be one by my chair. Hmm. I just started noticing it. Like, it just got more and more. I'm seeing these darts everywhere. And then I found one in my garage. I'm like, what is this? And then one day I went to Walmart, and I swear to God, I came back from Walmart, and there was one right by my driver's side door in the parking lot. That oh, I don't wow. think was there when I got out of the car, but how much of a coincidence is that that I just happened to park where one was if I if I did miss it? And so I just started yeah. seeing it. And it was the same kind, it's the same color, say you know, just everywhere. And it happened for it kept, it kept happening for a long, long time. And then so uh, just uh, one day my wife and I started doing the, the thing that we do where she can kind of talk and a kid came through claiming his name was Cody, and he claimed that he was leaving them for me because he wanted to talk oh. to me. And oh. You know, he claimed that he was from not from around here. He claimed he was from like Los Angeles or something along those lines. It's pretty far away. But he just did what you explained. He just kind of travels around and, you know, sees does what he, you know, sees who can talk to him and, you know, communicate. It's like, well, that's that's wild. And after that happened, after that conversation, I stopped seeing him until two weeks ago. So two weeks ago, until two weeks, (laughs) until two weeks ago. Uh, my, my wife's friend just bought a new house and she asked us to go there and sage it and just kind of, you know, make sure everything is is clear. So we were like, mm-hmm. sure. So we went there and they hadn't moved in yet. They moved in now. But at the time they were still they just got the house and everything was empty. We walked into the first closet that was like under the stairs. And as soon mm-hmm. as we walked in there, I saw that dart, mm-hmm. same colors, same everything, just sitting there. I took a picture of it. And I showed my wife. I was like, do you see this? She's like, that's insane. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't, don't know what that's so, about, but. Here's my question about that, then. How do you think spirits do that? I have like, no idea. Like, that's an actual dart that you can pick up. Yeah. So, how, where are they getting it from? Do they manifest it from somewhere else? Or, like, how does that work? That is I a, don't know. That's a great question, and I honestly don't have an answer, but it's creepy. <laughs> yeah, it is. I had one guest that told me. They thought maybe it was that energies could affect people around them so that an energy would purposefully 
make someone, uh, her example was about a dime. So she said, what if there is a guy paying for something in a gas station? And normally he would just use his card, but for some reason he just thought to use the cash in his pocket. And while getting the cash out, he dropped a dime on the floor. And then uh, the next person came in and saw that dime and like picked it up when they normally never would pick up change off the floor. But this time they picked it up. But then on their way out, they dropped it in the parking lot. And then this Mm. person who was seeing dimes everywhere got out of their car and there was that that dime in the parking lot. So her theory was maybe energies can affect people and make them do things so that this thing they want to happen happens. That's a good point. I could absolutely see that. That does make sense. That's really deep, though. That is. You would have to find a kid with that Nerf gun thing. (laughs) Right. You know? And make it somehow make its way into this place where the energy knows that you'll be. Yep. I don't know. Like, I saw him on my back porch, which was insane. But, you know, I I have like a eight foot fence in my backyard. Maybe somebody just threw it over. I mean, I don't know. Mm. But I've seen one in my garage and then all over my neighborhood and then even in Walmart parking lot once. So, I don't know. It's pretty wild. Do you have a paranormal bucket list? Because I do. <laughs> um, yeah, actually, um, I want to go to uh, Rome and, you know, see, uh, you know, I think there would be a lot going on there. So I think that would be really mm-hmm. the neat. Coliseum. Coliseum, absolutely. And then um, basically just like, you know, castles, like those old castles that are, you know, around. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure Ireland has some and like other places. I think that'd be really neat to see these old buildings yeah. that have all that history and just, you know, to hang out in those. I'm sure there's all kinds of paranormal stuff going on there. I just recorded an episode on Vlad the Impaler. Oh, nice. So I want to go to Salem. Yes. Massachusetts. Absolutely. That would be amazing. Gettysburg. Yes. I've been to Gettysburg, but I've never done a ghost hunt at Gettysburg. So I would like to do that. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I would like to go to the Stanley Hotel. That is associated with The Shining. Absolutely. I actually did, I was there as well. I went there back in 2017. But uh, but again, not a ghost hunting, just like a hung out there, ah. did a tour, but uh, not ghost hunt. So absolutely agree with that. Nice. Do you know that that hotel did not have the hedge maze when the movie was made? That hedge maze was added after the movie became popular as kind of a tourist attraction for the hotel. I believe it. <laughs> Yeah, it is a really yeah. neat hotel. It's a really neat building, and especially when you're driving up to it, like it just kind of like comes out, and you just see mm. it. Like it, it looks really neat when you on that whatever highway it is, you just see it in yeah. the distance. It looks really, really cool. Nice, New Orleans. New Orleans would be a cool place to go. Yep, absolutely. I'm sure there's all kinds of. I've been. I went there in college once, and not a ghost hunt, but I'm sure the ghost ghost mm-hmm. stuff is high active there. I bet it's pretty cool. Yeah. You've been to all my bucket list places. <laughs> I didn't do any cool stuff, though. I didn't do any ghost hunting. I was just was just there. <laughs> yeah. And then, honestly, I'm actually from St. Augustine, Florida. Oh, cool. Which is kind of known as a very haunted town anyway. So I kind of grew up around all that stuff naturally. Ah, uh, well, there you go. And I, I told that to another person that I recorded with, and they were like, oh, I'm a little jealous because I love St. Augustine ghost stories. And I was like, <laughs> meh, when you grow up there, it's like, you know. It's just another day. It's whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I'd also like yeah. to go to Alcatraz sometime. I think that'd be pretty mm. neat. Oh, my gosh. Those same people. I recorded with them, and I mentioned that I wanted to go to Alcatraz. They said they priced it 
to actually go there for a ghost hunt. You know, you know how you can rent a place out so that you can things and overnight and stuff. Do you know how much they said Alcatraz charges for you to ghost hunt there? Oh man, I've... you're gonna die. Ten thousand dollars. Said ten thousand. <laughs> ten thousand. Whoa. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's that's gonna be a lottery bucket list right I'll just there. Take a virtual tour of it instead. <laughs> right. Well, they, you know, there are tours you can take and stuff sure. that are in the hundreds. You know. But if you want to actually go and do EVPs and like on your own, like, yeah, 10 grand. Yep, absolutely. I can't. That's nuts. That's I kind of want to do Waverly Hills. I want to go back there and do an overnight tour at Waverly Hills. And that's yeah. a that's a thousand, but it's with, it's with at least 10 people. So it's really 100 bucks a piece if you get a team together. Um, yeah, but. it's funny you say that because, again, those same people that I just recorded with, they went there and they did that. That's cool. And it was a group of them. And they did do that and they did catch some evidence too. Oh, I believe that. So that place is really teaser haunted. <laughs> for you other people listening out there. You're going to have to look at that episode. <laughs> there you go. Absolutely. <laughs> I just recorded it. So I don't know when it, I think it's going to be episode 53, but I don't know. Oh, fair <laughs> enough. <you> I like <laughs> There's it. There's my teaser. Yeah. If you ever get the opportunity to go to Waverly, I recommend it. It's, it's nuts. And the overnight it's booked through next year, unfortunately, but like the two oh, hour wow. tours are open all the time. It's, it's a neat place. Thank you so much for hanging out with me and chit-chatting about ghostly things. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, it's a pleasure. Why don't you remind everybody of your podcast and should they want to reach out to you for whatever reason, um, we tell them how they can do that and just how they can find you. Sure, absolutely. Uh, So again, it's a paranormal activities available wherever you get your podcast. Yeah, and my email address is paranormalaxpodcast at gmail.com. And remember, Axe is spelled A-X-E, so paranormalaxpodcast at gmail.com. And on Facebook and Twitter, I don't really do uh, TikTok or Instagram or anything like that because I'm old and know how to use them. So uh, (laughs) Facebook and Twitter. (laughs) I have an Instagram. I don't know how to use it. Same. I also have a TikTok. And I just I just download. <laughs> I deleted both apps. I, I just couldn't figure it out. So I'm like, yeah. whatever. So you can see me on there, but it's not going to be updated. <laughs> so. Yeah, I feel you. Don't forget to, um, if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, please um, consider jumping over to the rating part and giving me a rating. If you could, that would really super help me out. And definitely check out Paranormal Activities because it's awesome and I will spook you guys later. <laughs> <laughs>